Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. I am glad to be here. Hope you guys are doing well. First, I want to start by commending all of you who are listening to this episode because I have this feeling that a lot of times there are many entrepreneurs who are not that interested in their mm, you know, personal character, character traits because I think oftentimes they overlook the importance of who they are as an individual and what role that plays in their success. I feel like really great entrepreneurs, um, which you guys are great entrepreneurs in the making, are aware that their business is an extension of themselves and are always looking to take inventory and audit themselves to really assess what skills they have that are really beneficial, that they can double down on, what character traits they might uh, not possess that they need to uh, uh, nurture and cultivate. And so today, uh, it's so interesting because I actually was thinking about recording an episode about something totally different. And then for whatever reason, this just hit me. Um, and I think it's also because, you know, we work with so many different clients and I start to notice the personality traits uh, of clients who are successful and ones who might struggle a little bit because of the way that they navigate their business development. And so uh, I want to bring this up so that you guys can really take inventory and uh, take a good look at, at kind of how you've been navigating the world and uh, assessing, you know, how you are going to really grow through this process of launching your business. Because the truth is, is that everything that you have in your life right now and everything that you're doing is a... Uh, it's an it's an ex- reflection of who you are in this moment. And when you are going to take on something like starting a business, it's such a radical shift for a lot of people that who you are is going to change. You're going to grow. You're going to evolve. And sometimes that's growing through your fear. It's growing through maybe, um, you know, levels of disorganization that you might have. We all have the things that uh, will will be faced with through the process of launching a business. And so I think it's good to just be aware of that and, and hopefully be up for the journey of growing through these things. And so um, there are three things that I really wanted to talk about and three character traits that really all successful entrepreneurs should have. Um, And this is not always the case, right? There are people who are successful uh, that might possess two of these qualities or one of these qualities. And for whatever reason, fate may have organized itself in their favor to just bring the right people around them and position them in a way that they don't have to worry about everything else. But um, those are rare occurrences. And so uh, the first thing that I want to talk about and skill set that is so important for entrepreneurs to have is decisiveness. Such a big deal. And there are so many people that, it, you know, it may be a surprise that there are so many entrepreneurs who are very indecisive. 
Uh, and I get it because there is obviously a level of, of fear and liability and, and kind of this feeling of permanence with the decisions that you're making. And so you could get to a place where you're, it's hard to make decisions. But a lot of that I find, too, is not the fact that, you know, there are decisions that are not easy to make. I, I don't want to paint the picture that every decision you're going to make is going to be easy. But I feel a lot of times the reason entrepreneurs are extremely indecisive is often because they don't know what their values are or there's some level of, of uh, them not really being connected to themselves as much. And so when you know what your values are as an individual, right, your business is just that, right? Your business is an extension of you. And if you don't know this, then you're not, you don't have a compass, right? It's like something might come up and you might go, okay, well, I do, do I go conventional or do I go with organic ingredients? And you're not really sure where to make the decision from because you don't really know what your values are. And so it's so important for you to really get clear on your values first and foremost as an individual and why you're starting this business and, and what your North Star is going to be because that's going to really allow you to make better decisions, right? And, and being a business owner is just that all day, every day. It's making decisions, solving problems. And so uh, it's, a, it's a really important quality to have uh, for so many reasons, right? It's, it's important for the momentum of your business. It's important for the people around you to feel like they can follow you uh, because people don't love the idea of a leader, which is what you are if you're an entrepreneur, um, who is indecisive, right? They want to feel like you have clarity and you have confidence. That's the reason they're following you. Otherwise, you know, you don't want to follow someone around in the dark who's like, yeah, I don't know where we're going to go or let's go right. No, let's go left. Let's go right. Actually, I'm not sure. Hold on. Let's stop. That's not going to give them the confidence that they need to, to continue to follow someone who is uh, navigating the world that way. And so if you're someone who has maybe a, a track record of being indecisive, I think you really want to take inventory and, and really figure out, you know, why that is. Is it coming from fear? Is it because you lack clarity? You know, what are the things that are going to allow you to really move with precision? So that's all I'm going to say about that. The second thing that I would say uh, all successful entrepreneurs really should have which I think a lot of them do, but you'll notice is, is people skills. Great entrepreneurs are generally, not always, but generally really great with people because you're going to be basically interacting with people constantly, right? From your staff to your customers to your vendors and the list goes on and on and on. And if you're great with people, guess what? You will be that much more successful because you need people just as much as people need you, right? It's a, a meant to be a harmonious and symbiotic relationship. And know that at the core of it, because I, I think even this term people skills kind of implies that it's more sort of um, cosmetic or peripheral, when, when in reality for me, it's much deeper than that, right? Yes, there is this element of skill involved where you have to really understand and be able to listen to people and to hear the things that maybe they're not saying and understand people's like you know primary motivations what is really driving people um, whether that's your staff members or it's your customers like what is really at the root and the core of what they want and how can I support them in that um, but I think and I feel on a deeper level it's really about 
connecting to your desire to serve people and to help people, which I think is so beautiful about this community and what we do is because many of us in this have been, you know, gotten to where we are because ultimately we just want to help people get healthier, which I think is one of the most um, worthy and noble causes that we can take on because our health is so, so, so important. And so when you can connect to that and you can connect to your, your desire to really express love to humanity through your service and through the business that you have to make something available to them, to help them, then you will in turn be served because that allows other people to continue to be served and helped, right? So you, you're, the success of your business and the existence of your business and the growth of your business is really a byproduct of uh, and a reflection of how many people you can help and how deeply you can help them. And so I feel like all great entrepreneurs are connected to this on a fundamental level, their, their desire to help people. And people feel that, you know, as much as it is quote unquote business and there is commerce and there's money involved and that's all great. But I feel like on a deeper level, the people who really connect to, especially in this community, connect your customers and your staff who really want to follow you and, and tr- they trust you. It's because on, a, on the deepest level, they really know that you're there to serve them. And so staying connected to that and, and having the skills and the, the ability to allow people to feel that and to, for you to express that and to, for that relationship to take place is one of the essential skill sets because you can't do this alone, right? You're, you're not going to, it's just not the way that it works, right? You have to constantly um, get people's buy-in, staff, customers, right, vendors. You have to get their buy-in in order for your business to exist. So your business in a lot of ways isn't even just yours. It's it's the, um, you know, outpicturing and the, the reflection of a lot of people saying yes to you and to what you believe in. Um, the next thing, too, that I'll say in terms of an essential skill set is uh, vision. You have, to, you have to be able to, and I don't just mean, you know, being able to create the business and see where you're going and say, hey, this is where we want to grow. But it's also to see what's coming, right? It's to see the trends, to see what happens. I oftentimes use this analogy that like being a great entrepreneur is like surfing a wave because it's not just you. You don't create the waves, right? You might a little bit, but more so you're catching them, right? You have to find the right timing of things. Um, So for example, in your neighborhood, part of your success will be part of the timing of when you open your business. And you kind of have to see the trend before it happens. You have to notice where, you know, what's going on. Okay, great. Because I know it's going to take me, you know, I don't know, six months, eight months to get my business open. I have to have a feeling of what the market is going to be like at that point, six months to eight months from now, right? So it's having the vision to be able to see the patterns and what's unfolding, but also to be a person who holds the vision. You know, one of my favorite things that I heard about leadership is that if people are following you, it should be because you see more than they do. Otherwise, why are they following you, right? So great entrepreneurs have a vision. They have a vision for the world that they're creating. They have a vision for where their company's going to go. They can see things that other people can't see oftentimes, which does start to create a situation where you might get pushback, right? I find that just, and this is sort of a side note, but it's related, that people around you, if they can't see what you see, and it might be your staff or whoever, they might resist the vision because, they can't see it, which is is natural, right? It's just that's why they're not in the position that you might be in. Um, but know that that's a great gift and it's an uh, um, an honor to be able to lead people 
and to have people say, maybe I can't see what you see, but I'm willing to follow you. And I feel very humbled by that in my own company and, and what we do and always, right? So so I don't take that lightly and I don't think other people should either, but that is a quality that is important to have is, is being able to uh, see and have the vision. The next quality is resourcefulness. And this is a big one. And I want to make the distinction. I remember many years back, I was listening to Tony Robbins give a talk. It might have been his TED Talk. And he was talking about how um, oftentimes people believe that they don't have the resources, right? So I don't have the money. I don't have the time or whatever, you know, you name it. But the truth is they, don't ha- they lack the resourcefulness because your journey of being an entrepreneur is going to be filled with, you know, these quote-unquote road- roadblocks, Nothing's going to go the way you want. Not not nothing, but not everything is going to go the way that you want it to. Everybody has a limitation in some dimension, and that might be time, right? We've all got 24 hours in a day. We've all got so much money. And some people have more than others, right? So not everyone's resources are the same, and it's not to discredit the value of resources. But at the end of the day, it's resourcefulness because there is a reason why there are people who come from circumstances that might be less um, ideal than ours, but have in their lives been able to create much more than we have been able to create. And it's part of their character. It's part of their drive. But a lot of times it's the resourcefulness. It's the ability to creatively think through problems. Sometimes people just hit these brick walls and they're like, oh, well, there's a wall here but they don't realize there's a way to go over the wall. There's a way to go around the wall. There's a way to knock the wall down. There's all kinds of things. It's just a, it's just a wall, right? And they exist and everybody has to go through it. So um, we have to be aware of this and find creative solutions to problems because a big part of our lives is, and this is kind of what we signed up for, but is solving problems, right? All the time. Most of the systems in a business are created as a byproduct of problems that arise, right? Policies and cleaning procedures and methods of doing things is because you just realize, oh, there's a problem if we do it this way. And you can be someone who's excited by that and thinks, oh, great, because I know there's a solution. Or you can become overwhelmed. And if you're someone who gets overwhelmed by this, then to be honest, um, not so that you're not going to have a reaction to it, but if, if the idea of constantly solving problems feels like, something you don't want to be doing with your day, then, you know, maybe that's not, this isn't the business for you. But if you are someone who feels resilient and feels uh, comfortable and feels creative enough to solve problems and feels optimistic in being able to find creative solutions, then, then that is the journey, you know, of being an entrepreneur. What are the next two qualities? And I'll I'll kind of uh, put them together as one. Let's see how it goes. Let's try it as one. But it's kind of what I mentioned before. It's it's persistence and resilience. So many people give up when they think things are difficult. Then they're just like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And they give up too soon. When the journey of being an entrepreneur, I oftentimes use this analogy that it's like pushing a car uphill. And at a certain point, you will hit a tipping point in your business because in the beginning of most companies you're pushing, right? You're trying to get customers. You're trying to, you know, get sales. You're trying to do, get people motivated, right? And then there comes a point where you'll hit that tipping point. And instead of pushing the car, it starts pulling you. And hopefully it doesn't drag you, 
because there's a point where you almost you're not trying to create business you're trying to keep up with your business because your business starts growing and it's growing without you and you're like having to keep up which is a beautiful problem to have in some ways but it's just to, to make everyone aware and make you guys aware that that can happen and it will happen if you are persistent enough in pushing that car up the hill and so when something at one point took a lot of effort and like this you know energy I feel like when you're when your company's pulling you and it's moving, it's not so much that it takes a ton of energy. It just takes more um, thoughtful creativity in solutions because usually at that point you've got a lot of money coming in um, and you can employ the right people if you know how to do it and you're able to position people and delegate accordingly. Um, but it's a different kind of energy. Uh, it's more emotional and mental as opposed to what I would call in the early stages where it feels a little bit more physical where you're actually pushing, pushing, pushing. And so, yes, persistence and resilience are very, very important qualities because the other thing too is when you have a business, you know, if you come from a background of working in nine to five, you know, nine to five, it turns off. Business doesn't turn off. And it's not to say that you can't find time away from it because you definitely can. And the beautiful thing is, is when your business gets to a certain stage, you can find a lot of free time, but you do have to get to the point where the business can support that. And in the beginning, oftentimes, you, you know, your business is full on. It, it means that you, um, it doesn't turn off, right? It's like, it's every day and sometimes it's all day, but you do, you do get to a point where that's not always the case once you find more success. And so then you find more freedom, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a full time sport, right? It's not like there's a half time and then you take a break and you come back to it. It's, it, you know, y- your business tells you what it needs and you have to listen to that and respond to that otherwise yes you can neglect your business but you know your success will be a reflection of of that neglect um and so yeah resilience and persistence are really two and 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 the last thing i'll say too in relation to that is that if you are inspired it's not that the effort is is arduous right there does take effort but it's inspired effort and it's beautiful effort and it's um yeah, it's, it's passionate effort. And so a lot of you guys in this are hungry and you're you're really inspired to launch your businesses and you understand that it is going to be a journey, but it can be a really beautiful journey. And there's so many people that can be helped and there's so much you can grow um, into as an individual. And there's so many people um, that you'll inspire. It's just, there's just so much. It's so much beyond um, what we can imagine when we're just kind of sitting in our rooms and typing on our computers, you know, thinking about what the next step is when it gets actualized and you're like, it becomes a living reality. It's beyond words. It's so profound. And so yes, allow that inspiration and the passion that you have to drive you and to motivate you and to allow you to put your energy and your effort into manifesting and creating your vision And so I hope this has been helpful in allowing you guys to maybe introspect a little bit and think about which qualities you possess, um, how to nurture these qualities more, and know that, yeah, not everybody is great at all of these things, but it is important to realize the importance of these elements so that you can just be aware as you're navigating your day-to-day how that's playing a role in your business development. So as always, if you guys need support, we're here for you. You can always email me at andrew at startajuicebar.com. Yeah, we're really trying to create a world and we are creating a world where there are more juice bars and healthy cafes than unhealthy food, food service businesses. And together we can make that a reality. Until next time, this is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts podcast. Wishing you guys a lot of health, 
wealth, success, and just fulfillment. I'll see you guys next time. 